TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The following program has been pre-recorded. Thanks for tuning in this weekend to Let's Talk Portland. Odyssey Portland's weekly public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham. On the show this time, I'd like to welcome Susan Tisso. Susan is the executive director of the Lincoln County Historical Society. Hey there, Susan. Welcome to Let's Talk Portland. Hi there. Thank you so much for having me here. Certainly. So uh, let's talk about the Historical Society. There's obviously some big history with the Historical Society in Lincoln County. Yeah, the Lincoln County Historical Society has been around since 1948. And uh, they started by saving the Yaquina Bay Lighthouse. Oh, okay. That was their big project in the beginning. Um, and then they, they operated on 9th Street. They have an, the 1895 Burroughs House, Carriage House, the Log Cabin Research Library. Uh, but in uh, 2004, they got this golden opportunity to purchase um, what was formerly Gracie's at Smuggler's Cove, which a lot of people will remember was this huge restaurant on the bayfront of Newport okay. with a water wheel down below. And there was a restaurant, bars, multiple bars, card rooms. I mean, a disco, you could do it all in that building. Yeah. Uh, it's a 30,000 square foot building. And so they purchased that in 2004. When, and so today that is uh, the Pacific Maritime Heritage Center, which is where I work out of. Uh, primarily, and um, they've spent, the Historical Society has spent uh, 19 years working on that building, and we're about three-fourths of the way through renovating the site, and it is, it, it's spectacular, because it's this huge wooden structure with all this old-growth dug fur in it, and, yeah. oh yeah, it's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. And so much history, like you said, like, that's I know that you guys do a lot more than that, but just yeah. the building itself is is history. Oh, yeah. The building started out as a mansion in 1890, and the original foundation is still part of our Dorfler Family Theater, uh, which is in the lower level of the building. It's it's three stories. And um, it's uh, it was a mansion, and then it was a hotel. It was a vacation home, and then it was a hotel, and it burned down, and then it became – they built another house – and uh, I think two or three more families were in it before it started its restaurant history. And then it became quite the nightclub. And um, it, it's a place I've met people in the community who were on the wait staff when they were teenagers, people who've met their partner there. Wow. Uh, people who got in a bar fight there, um, you know, the whole thing, whole cast of characters. So it's it's a beloved site, and part of the reason it still exists today is because the community has supported it. Yeah. The Historical Society bought this, what you would call a derelict building, 
And then the community over the last 20 years has really, um, you know, supported it either with in-kind or elbow grease or cash. So, yeah. How come the historical society is kind of in two different locations, two separate locations? Well, that's just the makeup of Newport. Okay. Um, the 1895 Burroughs House is over on 9th Street, which is not too far from uh, the hospital and the Aquina Bay Bridge. Uh, you know, it that building has been moved twice already. Uh, and they just, when they found, you know, when they had the opportunity to buy the Pacific Maritime Heritage Center site, um, it, it basically is two different sites. Uh, at the Maritime Building on the Bayfront, we are focused on what's going on with the f- fleet in front of us. Newport's commercial fr- fleet, fishing fleet, is directly right across from us. Okay. Um, and you have a beautiful view of the Yaquina uh, Bay Bridge out of ev- every floor of the building. You see the fleet and the bridge. It's, it's spectacular. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this would have been one heck of a B&B if somebody would have bought it. In 2004 and, and put the money into it but um anyways uh they it's just kind of allows us to do a lot more broader programming uh the burroughs house is much more traditional as a historic house museum it does have uh some uh a parlor and a doctor's office and then there are exhibits in it it's currently closed uh, it closed during the pandemic, and we thought we were going to reopen in June, but we have a structural issue to deal with. So now we're waiting on a contractor. Bummer. Um, yeah. Uh, but we, our research library is over in another building. Uh, it's a log cabin building, and uh, we have a huge photo archive. And uh, lot, lots and lots of historic images in there. And what's kind of fun is if people – a lot of people like to play around with those online, and so they can go to OregonDigital.org. Uh, it's a project that Oregon State University and University of Oregon did in the past, uh, and uh, we have um, almost 1,400 images in the su- on the site. It's keyword searchable. So you just look for Lincoln County Historical Society, and you can see our images. Um, and, but we have many, many more images uh, in collection. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we, we've got kind of a broad based collection, but, uh, the image collection is one of my favorites actually. How fun to see all those pictures that probably go way, way back, right? Oh yeah. 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 And cover all kinds of topics. And we have, uh, we have stills, we have film, we have glass plate negatives, we have, um, uh, aerial photography, which we recently used. Uh, we had an exhibition called Lincoln County 400 that just closed uh, two days ago, um, and that incorporated the aerial footage juxtaposed with uh, drone photography. Very nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, very different perspectives. Yeah, well, yeah. that's cool. We're talking today with Susan Tisso, Executive Director with the Lincoln County Historical Society. Susan, tell me about some of the permanent exhibits you have that people can come and see. So um, when they come to the Pacific Maritime Heritage Center, one thing I want to point out at first is we have on-site parking. Ah, nice. Uh, yeah, they see us up on the hillside there across from the commercial fleet, and they see our steep driveway and our staircase. We have an ex- uh, external staircase that goes up. Uh, quite beautiful, but pe- some people don't want to walk that staircase, and they don't realize we have parking on top by our front door. So they do need to understand that. Um, so inside the building, like I said, it's three floors, and um, there's an exhibition on general maritime history, um, and then there's also a really important commercial fishing 
exhibition that is a semi-permanent installation and it explains the industry that is you're looking at out the windows mm-hmm. of the commercial mm-hmm. fleet you know newport is one of uh those last ports that really has a substantial commercial fleet a lot of them have you know turned into uh, other purposes like whale watching or whatever um but uh, that is a big industry in Newport, and so uh, we interpret that industry. And the exhibit that we have um, was done by a local restaurateur. She, she's actually famous, Laura Anderson, who started Local Ocean. Oh, which love a lot that of people, yeah, they yeah. love Local Ocean. <laughs> We're located next door to Local Ocean. Well, what a nice place to be. Yeah, yeah. have lunch there every day. Yeah. And uh, so anyways, the exhibit talks about the industry and sustainability and, you know, how all the different kinds of fisheries, because people don't understand there's a lot more than crab and salmon. And so um, that exhibit's very important because that's the only place you can get that information. Um, And then we also have uh, two changing exhibit galleries that... um, Basically, you know, they rotate, so you, you want to come back over and over to see them. Uh, right now, up on the Mezzanine Gallery, we do have the Curious World of Seaweed Exhibition, uh, which is something that's there till October 1, and we're the only Oregon or Washington location to get that exhibition. Uh, it can't, it's come out of San Jose, California. When it leaves our site, it is going back to California. So I kind of urge people to think about putting this on their radar because I don't know if they'll get another local opportunity. And, you know, Newport's not that far away from Portland. No, not at all. Um, And, you know, uh, it's it's going to uh, Santa Barbara, I think, next. And that's a lot farther away. Yep, it is. Um, And more expensive. But... Uh, anyways, it, it's uh, everything you want to know about the history, art, and science of seaweeds. It explains the different types of seaweeds and kelp. Um, it's uh, artist Josie Islin, who is a San Francisco-based artist and author, and uh, she does fantastic uh, digital imagery, imagery of real seaweeds. Um, and they look like some of them look like photographs with watercolor enhancement. Oh, thanks. They're they're incredible, and you can go to josieislin.com to see her work. Um, but I would say this exhibition it has a it's very content rich. It's not just an art show. Uh, you're able to see beautiful work, but you're also able to learn about how women, early pioneering women, uh, were involved in seaweeds, indigenous use of seaweeds, the whole issue about otters and you know how ot- what role otters play on the coast. Because uh, you do have, you know, there's a movement to reintroduce otters in the okay. Pacific Coast, uh, north of Monterey. And um, so, uh, anyways, it kind of touches on a lot of material, uh, very content-rich and uh, engaging and and very, very fun. Seaweed is used for a lot of things besides just feeding wildlife, right? Seaweed is uh, extremely important to us, actually. This is everyone should care about seaweed, whether or not you live on the coast or not, whether or not you're a commercial fisherman or a sport fisherman. Um, seaweeds are, uh, you know, indicators of a healthy ocean and they're also, they play a role in providing space. It's a food source for some of those critters we love to eat, Mm -hmm. but it's also nursery space. It's where some of those young organisms can, you know, hide and grow. Uh, and so it's, you know, this is something if the 
if we lose our kelp beds and our and our seaweeds, we do have a problem. And and there are there are some issues with that uh, up and down the coastline. There are certain places that um, the warmer temperature is uh, creating issues. So the exhibition does talk about that and climate change. It does get into it. Yeah, that's really important. Because seaweed is used in a lot of products, too. Maybe people don't even realize, like makeup, isn't right? Isn't that right? Oh. And, and food and oh, toothpaste, ice yeah. cream. Uh, you know, it's not just uh, sushi. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about yeah, it's in just about anything. Uh, we went into the local co-op to look for seaweed products when we were installing the exhibit, and and there's there's a kelp um, salsa. Really? Yeah, yeah. And there are it's in a lot of products because there's kind of a. Uh, part of the health trend, you know, uh, health food movement is picking up on seaweeds. And so uh, we are selling in our museum store uh, dulse, which is a common food product. And we have it in a shaker so you can treat it as a salt substitute. Okay. And it's like really awesome on avocado toast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you've had that before. I have. Well, it's kind of a thing right <laughs> yeah, now, yeah. the avocado toast thing. And uh, it's very, very yummy. Um, so, yeah, it addresses uh, all of those things. Cool. And the exhibit that you said is going through when? October 1. Okay. That sounds like a really fun thing to go check out. What a, what a nice uh, summer weekend trip to the coast. Well, and it's super fun. And we had a local artist named Carol Shank who created a, um, a organic wax paper and beeswax kelp forest for our kids' zone. And so uh, if you have um, small people in your life, a uh, little young, you know, there's a space for toddlers to do a felt board with marine critters and there's books and whatnot. And we also partnered with OMSI's Camp Gray uh, and uh, for their summer camp. They have nine weeks of summer camp. We have a gray whale on the wall now that um, is hidden behind the kelp, uh, fake kelp, which is how they are in the wild. And um, each week of summer camp, they're making uh, barnacles to put on the whale, and then that gets installed after each week of camp. Uh, so that's kind of fun Yeah. Uh, in the kids' zone. Yeah. So it's fun for the whole family. It is. Okay, it is. cool. Talk about some of the public programs that you have at the Lincoln County Historical um, Society. So we're very, very fortunate to have a uh, beautiful uh, theater called Dorf the Dorfler Family Theater. And um, this is a theater that rivals anything you'd see in Ashland. It, it's stunningly gorgeous. Uh, it's got 121 seats and then room for uh, overflow if need be. It's fully accessible. Um, we have a stage with a 1915 uh, Steinway Grand Piano on it. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah, so we have music events there. Um, and we have lectures and panel discussions. Uh, but the primary day-to-day -day use of the theater is um, actually our uh, historical film series. So when you go into the theater, it's kind of a self-serve thing. You go to the panel, electronic panel on the wall, and you, you touch the panel, and it'll wake the system up, and then an 18-foot screen comes down. And uh, so it's like going to the drive-in. Yeah, you know, if for that's huge. People who used to do that, you know, <laughs> and um, it's huge. And we have um, 15 films. They're short films that we've produced over the years, uh, loaded onto the system. And so then you can just choose whatever you want, what topic you want. And we're in the process of loading three new ones. Oh, cool. Uh, and so they they range from two minutes to 40 minutes. 
And so you just select whatever you want, and it'll play. The films uh, cover, oh my gosh, it covers commercial fishing, it covers uh, local industry, it covers uh, information about railroads, logging, the Coast Guard. There's two U.S. Coast Guard pieces on there. One of them is a interview with Tom McAdams, who was a surfman who set you know, tremendous records and was saving people. And um, Tom is still, he's a 93-year-old man living in the community who still mows his lawn. Oh, nice. Yeah. he's, he's Wow. <laughs> I know. It's amazing. We all want to be Tom. And um, so it, it's an array of topics. It talks about Nye Beach. It, it, you know, talks about the hotel industry historically because Newport has been a tourist town for uh, since its inception, really, since the city began, uh, people have come over from Portland and the Valley to get out of the heat. Yeah. Uh, and they used to have to do it the hard way. Now we have, you know, these elaborate transportation system so we can just easily drive our cars. But uh, we have a film that addresses this where, you know, in the good old days when we didn't have uh, paved roads, uh, it took a lot of energy to go to the coast and they still did it. it it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, through mud and whatnot, you know. The coast is such a magical place, no matter where you are, but especially Newport is just, uh, the bayfront is just so gorgeous and so much history. Yeah, well, and what what's nice about the bayfront is it, it's so walkable. Yeah. You know, uh, and it, there's a beautiful boardwalk right in front of us, uh, which is between us and the commercial fleet. Um, and so, yeah, you have your choice of restaurants and some shops, um, but there's also us there. Which, you know, if you want history in a nutshell, it's great to go into our theater because you can quickly learn about whatever topic you're interested in uh, by watching one of those films. Um, So, uh, yeah. And then we have a beautiful balcony off uh, off of the main floor. Uh, That's where I eat my lunch usually. usually. Uh, And people are welcome to do that if they pack it in and pack it out. Um, and, uh, so yeah, there's, there's lots to do at the Maritime. Yeah. How long did, have you been involved with the, uh, Lincoln County Historical Society and how did you get involved? So, um, I have only been there 15 months hmm. and, um, it's, it's, I have a, a weird history with the organization. I knew I've, I personally know three of my four predecessors, they're colleagues of mine. Uh, one of them I went to graduate school with. Uh, but my husband and I met at Hatfield originally in, in the late 80s. We worked there. And so uh, this was a coming kind of a full circle thing for us. Uh, we left the area, bounced around on our careers uh, in the western states. And then when my husband retired, um, this job was posted. And I said, look, we could go back to Newport. And so that's how that came about. Oh, fun. Yeah. Uh, what do you uh, what do you like best about living there? Ah, uh, gosh, um, I love basalt, and so yeah. I like getting. Uh, I I have, we live uh, on basalt actually where we live, and um, you know it's great bird watching, and also because of the local kelp beds, uh, great whale watching. Um, when you're in that, uh, we live in the southern end of Depot Bay, and um, I just I really enjoy that. Um, and then, you know, there's great places to hike and kayak. So if you're an outdoors person, it's a great place to be. Yeah, the Oregon coast just kind of has it all. 
It does. That's so it, great. It really does. How is the Historical Society funded? How do you, how do you guys do that? So um, we are a 501c3 nonprofit. Um, and so we do have a, uh, we get some uh, county money. Uh, the museums in Lincoln County do get some county money. Uh, but we also rely on admission revenue and museum store sales, and we have a you know donors actually you know individual donors, corporate donors, uh, and we have a membership. And uh, one of the things that's great about the membership is we belong to a program called uh, North American Reciprocal Museums Association, and that program, if you come in at the patron level you get reciprocal benefits at um, over 1,300 museums around oh, wow. the country, uh, which is a huge savings. If you, if you travel, uh, and, and tr- by travel I mean if you go 50 miles away from home, which is not hard to do where right. we all live, um, you can uh, get into a lot of museums that, uh, and they'll waive the admission fee. And if you go to some of the bigger museums, I mean, you're looking at a huge savings. Uh, you know, some of the larger institutions are charging $25 to get in. And with the, if they participate in the NARM program, I mean, if there's two of you, that's 50 bucks right there you yeah, save. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we do. I really uh, encourage that program. I've been involved in that program at uh, three of the organizations that I've run because it is just a really good value. People get good value for their investment, but they also support the home team. And when I say home team, I mean, you know, basically your Oregon museums. Um, you don't have to live in, in uh, Lincoln County to have a membership with us and benefit from NARM. Uh, don't have to do that at all. You can live anywhere. But um, anyways, yeah, that's a good way to, uh, to participate. And then also a good way to encourage you to go out and visit the other museums, yeah. you know, in the region or across the country. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about why you think that people from – Kind of our Portland metro listening area. Why? Why would they need to? Why do they need to come to Newport and the Historical Society? Well, right now uh, <laughs> it's not hot in Newport. Right. <laughs> uh, so if you're trying to escape the heat, the coast is a great place to go. Um, I, I just think you know it's a again it is an outdoor paradise. You can do just about any outdoor sport. Uh, biking, hiking, you know, kayaking, uh, fishing, whatever, um, in many, many places uh, on the coast. Uh, but it's also a great place to learn more about the environment, uh, especially at the Pacific Maritime Heritage Center, uh, because the exhibits do uh, touch on so many different topics. So you'll walk away with, with a f- better feel uh, about the coast. Um you know, and it's, uh, I mean, everybody needs a break, right? Yeah. Yeah. South Beach is a great place to camp, too. Yes. Yes. Then there are great places to camp. Uh, I mean, there's, you know, there's camping and there are hotel options and Airbnb and all that stuff. And it can be a day trip. You could drive over and back in a day. Right? Oh, absolutely. I, it's I've, more fun to stay for a couple of days. <laughs> it's more fun to stay because once you get there, you don't want to leave. Yeah. Yeah, for um, sure. But yeah, I've done the day trip many times. Uh, I have family in Portland, and so it's not a big deal. But um, yeah, why would you know? You want to go over there and have a good time. Exactly. So, how can people get more information about the uh, historical society? So uh, our website is OregonCoastHistory.org. Uh, that's a great way to go. Uh, we are also on Instagram. 
um, and uh, Twitter, uh, but uh, and YouTube. And we actually have a very fun YouTube uh, opportunity right now. So if they go to the Pacific Maritime Heritage Center on YouTube, uh, when we kicked off the Curious World of Seaweed exhibition, Josie Islin was here from San Francisco. And one of the activities we did during what we called Seaweed Weekend was we had a performative tattoo demonstration. Uh, we had a tattoo artist, highly skilled, come out from Ohio, and um, named Luca Weinberger. And Luca uh, put a bull kelp tattoo, which was a Josie Island design, on um, a, a, a one person. We had an opportunity for one person to buy that tattoo, and it turned out to be somebody from Lincoln City. And um, so Gretchen was her name, and Gretchen got the tattoo on her upper arm, and it's, it's stunningly gorgeous. Yeah. And she's an open-water swimmer, so she was totally into the kelp thing. And uh, so people got to come into the museum and watch it. So it was a seven-hour process to do this tattoo uh, in the museum, but we had a videographer named Casey Felton film it and time-lapse it. And so there's a seven-minute piece on um, our YouTube site. Oh, that's very cool. Super fun. What yeah. a fun thing to watch, yeah. 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 Susan, you love your job, don't you? I do. I do. <laughs> it's, it's a, hey, it's, it's, it's actually a privilege to do what I do because we get to connect the dots for people. We get to um, put out information. And, you know, if, if people connect to something we do, uh, we've succeeded. Um, it, it's not our job to tell people how to think, but if we can get people to think, mm -hmm. you know, about anything, you know, any of the topics that we cover, then, uh, you know, it's made our day. Um, so, so yeah, it, it is a lot of fun. I, I love that part of it. Very cool. My gosh, thanks so much for all this information today. It's been really fun. Oh, thank you for the opportunity. We really appreciate it. Yeah. We've been talking today with Susan Tiso, Executive Director of the Lincoln County Historical Society. Thanks again. Thank you. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just search for Let's Talk Portland on the Odyssey app. Let's Talk Portland is an Odyssey Portland public affairs program. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.